the JR the Boss Man show. Great show for you today so far. Now we're going up to Murray, Kentucky, it's how I've been too many a times. You've been obviously got I am to talk to my man Matt McMahon. Got his team to a tournament for the first time on his tenure there as the head coach. Coach McMahon, you got to be feeling good up there, Murray, right now, man. Uh, life is good right now. I appreciate you having me on. Uh, it was really a fun weekend in Evansville for our team and our fan base. We had an unbelievable crowd up there. The atmosphere was big time, and our players delivered big time. So excited to be a part of the NCAA field this year. Yes, indeed. Now, Coach, it's the first time you all been back to the tournament since 2012. And I feel like, Coach, this has to mean a lot to you because you're your first time as the head coach there. It's a lot, it's been a lot to the, to the community of America, who loves that basketball and the program and administration. That's so good. Happy for you because they chose you to be the success of the coach prom. And look at you, look at you now. You got you got them back to the promised land once more, Coach. <laughs> well, first off, I'm just so so happy for our players. Uh, they uh, they really have bought in. Uh, from the time they got here back Memorial Day weekend this summer. Uh, they bought into the team. Uh, they put aside individual uh, accolades and honors and goals and dreams and all that to be a part of a great team. And I'm happy that they're going to get the opportunity to go to the NCAA tournament. Uh, and then obviously for our fans, you know, you know how much it means uh, to, to the community here at Murray State, the passion, the pride, uh, the love of racer basketball. I'm just thrilled for our community that we're, we're headed back to the NCAA tournament. Now, Coach, how much sweetie was this victory? The only came against Belmont, the team that everybody overseas has been chasing for so many years, that you knocked the Kings off, off their throne did this year, you know, you're the number one team in the league, regular season-wise, winning the tournament, man, has to feel so good knowing that's the team everybody been trying to chase for years. And your team, your players, your guys, you're feeling to celebrate, you guys beating them in, in Evansville there on Saturday on Saturday night. Well, I, I said it to some other people. It, it might mean something to the fans or, you know, to other people. I you know, I don't care who we beat. Uh, we just wanted to, to win the regular season championship. And we were able to do it, you know, as a credit to our guys. We had to go 11-0 and to get it done. If we would have gone 10-1 and to finish the season, you know, we would have shared the title and been the number two seed in the tournament. So uh, our guys were able to go 11-0 and down the stretch to win it outright. Uh, and, and then I wanted them to have that experience of cutting down the nets in Evansville. Uh, you know, have all the respect in the world for Coach Bird and, and the program he's built at Belmont. You know, said it all week. He's a Hall of Fame coach. There's no doubt about it. One of the best to ever do it. Uh, but, you know, I, I was just thrilled for our players and our fans, our assistant coaches and our staff. They, they've been phenomenal this year. Uh, they've really gotten the foundation back to what Murray State basketball is all about. The culture in the locker room is the way it should be. Uh, and that's why we've been able to have the success that we've had. Folks, we have Matt McMahon with me on the Boxman Show. The Murray State Racers back in the tournament once more. Again, now, Coach, uh, I want to ask about Evansville. Uh, the, how was the environment up there? I, I, I didn't get to make it this year because I don't want to roll with the Hawks, of course. But how was the environment in Evansville uh, compared to how it was in Nashville in previous years? There's no comparison. It's, it's the best thing that's happened to Ohio Valley Conference basketball in a long time. Uh, the atmosphere, phenomenal. 
the experience for the student athletes, uh, for the fans was off the charts. Uh, beautiful first class arena, video boards, stat boards, you name it, it was all there. Uh, the court was really nice. I mean, I can go down the line, locker rooms, uh, it, the way it was presented on television, on the ESPN broadcast this weekend, I thought it was really just a first-class statement uh, for the OVC uh, in, a, in a major upgrade in what we've done in the past as far as conference tournaments go. Yes, indeed. I love it, Coach. I, 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 I wish I could have made it, but I heard great. Everybody has told me great things about it, who's been up there, man. I'm happy to hear that about for the OVC. And now, Coach, for listeners who may have missed our last visit, in February, talk to us about the key guys on your team who helped get you to this point, Coach, throughout the year, help you on a 11 run and get this conference tournament win here and get you to this tournament. Because I feel like the listeners who may have missed it last time need to hear it again. The who from you, your mouth, who are the guys who really helped get you to this point here today? Well, the beauty of it is everybody's contributed in some way. Uh, but if we do need to go down through the individuals, you'd have to start with Jonathan Stark, our senior point guard. You know, really, uh, boss man, he should be up. He should be up for All-American honors. Uh, he's had a phenomenal season. Averaged over 25 a game through the 18-game league schedule. Uh, and that's facing double teams and being face guarded, so on and so forth. Just been so efficient. Uh, he's now over 2,200 career points, almost 600 assists. And he broke his own single-season three-point record this year here at Murray State. Uh, making his 109th three on Saturday. So can't say enough about the year that he's had. Uh, obviously the OVC uh, player of the year for the regular season and then the tournament MVP. You know, our other senior, Terrell Miller, 6'8", 245 pounds, was just a man down the stretch, uh, was the voice of our team, dominated the, the defensive glass for us the last couple weeks of the season. Uh, really played exceptionally well, uh, shooting the ball from three, but also scoring it in the post. And then, you know, I could talk all day about these guys, but our freshman point guard, John Morant, he joined Jonathan and Terrell, his first team, all OVC. And just uh, the numbers he put up this year, uh, 13 points a game, seven rebounds, six and a half assists as an 18-year-old true freshman. Uh, really amazing what he's done. And his unselfishness has been really contagious uh, within our team, and he just makes everyone around him better. So, uh, you know, we can talk about some others, but I'll, I'll stop there and let you jump in. Hey, Coach, you're good, man. I got to tell you, Coach, today I was speaking at a high school today, and they asked me about Murray State. And I was like, if you're a baller, you just want to go there. I said, don't let the town <laughs> fool you. You, you want to go to Murray State. Belmont, any of them schools on OVC, you can you can do well. But Murray State's traditions are out, out of control. I said, you know, I, I went to TSU, but I, I I'm not dumb naive that you guys are the best environment in the OVC for its fan base. And I was telling the, the, the players that today, and I'll I'll say it, Coach, because I feel like they're recruiting wise. You guys are winning, getting into the tournament on this national stage once more is going to bring like these high school kids today to ask me about Murray State. 
it's going to bring more people like, Whoa, well, what about Murray State? Let me reach out to his coach here and maybe see if he will interest me from being playing for this guy. So, for um, Coach, how happy you know, on national stage, guys will see about Murray State basketball once more, racial basketball, the racial fans again, and say, hey, this is a school we can go play ball at and have a great career here and maybe play, play pro ball as well because Isaiah Cannon is doing it right now already. No, we've had a lot of guys come before us who have set that standard and set that precedent. And you mentioned Isaiah Cannon, you know, with Cameron Payne uh, leaving here after his sophomore year as an NBA draft uh, lottery pick. You know, I said it at the time. In the short term, it, it would be painful for our program. It would set us back a little bit uh, as far as our talent pool. But in the long term, it would be one of the best things ever to happen to Murray State with Cam going, leaving here as a sophomore straight to the, the NBA lottery. And I think that was reflected in us being able to recruit a player like John Morant, uh, who was you know, recruited at the SEC level. Uh, but because of the success of the point guards coming through Murray State over the years, chose us. And you've seen the impact that he's been able to make as a true freshman here in our program. Yes, indeed. Now, Coach, I'm asking you this now. We got a few days off here in between, you know, you last time you played and then Section Sunday when you know where, you, where you're going to go. How do you balance rest versus staying sharp here the next few days you don't know who you're going to play and what day you're going to play next week? I think that's a, a great question, and that's something we've spent a lot of time talking about, and you said it best. You want to balance the rest. Uh, you also want to balance them staying sharp. I also want them to really enjoy this. Uh, it, it's a heck of an accomplishment, the things these guys have done this year. But I want to balance that with the same urgency and purpose uh, that we've worked with every single day that have enabled us to be a good team. Uh, so Monday we had a light day, just went in, did some shooting competitions, had a good time. Tuesday we had a regular practice, uh, really got after it, got back in the swing of things, took today off. We'll, we'll scrimmage some on Saturday, so we'll basically just try and stay in game mode. Tomorrow we'll have a two-day before the game preparation practice. Friday will be a day before the game, and then we'll get up and down and play some Saturday and then take Sunday off, and we'll be right into the tournament from there. Now, Coach, this is going to be so interesting that my staffer just gave me here, Coach, because I'm talking to you. It's crazy. Every coach is in the tournament right now, except for Gonzaga. I'm not going to talk about that. Every coach except for Gonzaga. We've got you, Wes Miller, Scott Nagy, Earl Grant, Derek Kellogg, Casey Alexander, and, and Mike Jones. They've all been guests on the show this year in the tournament. So something's going on here with the boss man show. You call it the show. Good things happen to you pretty much. You're in the tournament this year. No, it's, uh, I, I guess you deserve all the credit uh, for having us on. I, I appreciate it. But, no, you, you mentioned uh, – a handful of great coaches there. And, you know, I guess this is what you work for all season long, you know, to, to have an opportunity, you know, to go play in the NCAA tournament. And I, I was blessed to get to do it my senior year as a player and, and, and be a part of one of Coach Prohm's elite teams here as an assistant coach to go. Uh, and now to be going with this great group of talented players uh, that we've been able to, to bring together as a team uh, is really, really special. And, there's just nothing like that celebration Saturday night after the game to be out on the floor uh, with your players, with your coaches, your support staff, your president, and your athletic director, uh, all your family and friends who are there, uh, the entire fan base that was there to celebrate with us. It was just 
a special night and one I know I'll remember forever. Well, Coach, I can tell you what I'm very happy for you guys. I tell you, I, I love when guys have on the show have success. I love it because it just it, it just makes me feel good to know that you guys are doing well. Because I'm happy for anybody who does well. You know, host a good friend of the show. So I'm, I love it. You know, my staff say, "Hey, Murray State's winning." I'm like, "Good, we can get him on the show again." <laughs> so, so, right. Go ahead and lock me in. Go ahead and lock me in for next year. I'd love to come back. Yes, indeed. Well, Coach, I hope they send you Nashville, man. I'll be in Nashville. On Friday and Sunday for that for that, for that site because you know I'm gonna be up there working there. So hopefully I see y'all in Nashville. I can see you come see you maybe Wednesday Thursday night in Nashville. We can have dinner or something while I'm in town, man. Hopefully they'll do that for me. Make it good for us both, man. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're gonna wherever they send us, we'll hop on the plane and go. Obviously for us, it'd be great to be in Nashville uh, so all our fans can get there. But we got a big party planned for Sunday night in the arena. We have our new. A you know, million dollar video board in there at midcourt. It's it's going to be a great time, and we're we're really excited. Well, Coach, my man, we'll definitely be watching and cheering for you, man. Best of luck to you. Talk to you real soon, buddy. Sounds good. Go Racers. Thanks for having me on. All right, folks. Man, man Bossman Show people, check them out. your photo video and voiceover needs check out the fine folks blu-ray productions they will take good care of you if you don't believe me you can see for yourself check out their work at blueberryproductions.tv the facebook page blueberry productions also a vimeo page a youtube page and it's blueberry b-l-u-b-e-r-r-y prod on twitter check them out today blueberry productions great people great work great service Hello, college basketball fans. This is Donnie Tyndall, former head basketball coach, and we're getting ready to have a top three with Tyndall with JR the boss man and John, myself, as we analyze the college basketball season team by team, break down stats and facts, and give you all the basketball scoop across the country on a weekly basis. We hope you'll join us and look forward to talking hoops with you on the boss man show. hip-hop fans i got a great album for you the baby album from family grinding nc true speech and 313 fresh we're gonna do two discs 33 songs of pure genuine hip-hop albums available on itunes amazon google play illstreetrex.com and streaming live right now on rhapsody beats music spotify xbox music slacker radio and soundcloud check them out today true speech and 313 fresh family grind ent believe in it Get it. Hello, my name is Travis Williams, President and CEO of Academics and Athletic Consultant, focused on educating and empowering tomorrow's collegiate athletic leaders. My passion is for the education and genuine concern and care for today's student athlete. It's the centerpiece of my life's work. A college education, both in and out of the classroom, is a truly rewarding benefit. For more information on AAC, you can go to www.academics.com and athleticsconsulting.com. Once again, www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com 
or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at Coach TWheel24 or Instagram Travis L. Williams24. Or you can call me at 404-542-607. Once again, AAC is very proud to partner with J.R. McHenry of the Bossman Radio Show covering sports and entertainment across the country. Please tune in weekly for informative, entertaining, and expert analysis on today's sports and entertainment topics. Thank you. Imagine how happy you are up there up in New York, man. But how are you guys with the blizzard up there at West Storm up there? Kind of crazy, man. Are you guys safe and all, all the guys in place? Oh, yeah, we're good, boss, man. Everything's uh, going really well. We were expecting, you know, I actually live in the city, so we were expecting anywhere from 8 to 12 inches of snow, and it ended up being, uh, you know, about an inch on the ground. So it wasn't too, too bad. They, they did a nice job of getting it cleaned up, and everybody made it on time for practice this morning, and uh, we're excited, rearing to go, and uh, can't wait for Sunday to, to find out where, uh, where we're going to be heading. Now, Coach, uh, where this been since you've been first-year head coach, lead this program, and achieve this accomplishment in year one of your first year at the helm up there, man? Uh, yeah, it's been great. Um, you know, the shift year from UMass, uh, you know, after spending nine years as a head coach up there and uh, getting this great opportunity to come to New York City, Brooklyn in particular, um, and have an opportunity to take a team of guys that, um, you know, I, I'm sure they were wondering what was, what was to come with a new coach and a new style and some different stuff. So to see everything kind of come together the way it has to watch the guys buy in and uh, to watch them have some success and uh, to play really, really well for three games in the tournament um, to take home the title back to Brooklyn, I think is a testament to the kids on the team, our coaching staff, our athletic department, and a, and a lot of people have to come together to uh, to make something special like this happen. Now, Coach, when you took this job, uh, when we first talked back earlier last year, when you was out planning your, your, your year, developing your plan, did you ever think in year one you you would go to the tournament, or is it more so year two or year three you was trying to target and go to the, go to the tournament when you took over this program here? Uh, well, you know, I made some bold statements when I took the job because I think, you know, one way to excite people and get them uh, enthused about the program is to, you know, kind of let them know your plan and where you thought things could be. Um, you know, obviously, like any job, it's really difficult to get to the NCAA tournament. But what I did say is that we would be competitive, that we would be good enough to make a run in the uh, in the conference championship if things uh, broke and played out the way I thought they would. And, um, you know, you never really know exactly when, but I did start to feel that we had a team that could play with anybody in the conference. We really started defending um, and rebounding the ball at a better clip the last, you know, three, four weeks of the season. And, um, you know, every once in a while, that guardian angel uh, is on your shoulder and kind of gives you a boost when you need it. You 
got that right, Coach. You got Derek Clark here with me on the Boss Man Show. Now, Coach Kellogg, now, you mentioned you guys came together the last three weeks of the year. Was it everybody getting healthy? Was it everybody understanding the scheme and the system? Guys accepting their roles? A little bit a little bit of all, all of the above there. I think mentally, um, you know, physically, I didn't uh, so-called beat the team up too, too much this year. We, we pulled back on practice a little bit earlier than I usually had. Um, I wanted to make sure that the guys were fresh physically and mentally. And um, I just feel like the, um, the, the the older leaders on the team and some of the other guys made a concerted effort that we will defend. Um, Joel Hernandez, in particular, who uh, was the MVP of our uh, conference tournament, um, really started to lock in defense and kind of brought some of the other guys with him, who at times throughout the year would, you know, play good D, but not great, great defense. And um, when that all came together, we were able to stop teams now and, and kind of get our fast break offense going. So it was kind of a... Nice transformation to see that the guys really wanted to keep playing, that they cared about winning, and most importantly, they cared about each other. And going forward, Coach, just be happy for you knowing that your culture is established, that you can go to a kid and a recruit and say, hey, this is what we've established here in Brooklyn. If you want to join it, you can. It's what these guys accomplished. Because I feel like this going to the tournament here is going to be your biggest selling point going forward about guys that come to Brooklyn and Great City and get a chance to play for the tournament each year as well. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I think um, one of the great things that's happened with this run is um, the notoriety for our college and our campus and, um, you know, just getting the LIU Brooklyn name out there for people that don't know where it's located or what we're famous for, where it is, and, and things of that nature. And secondly, obviously, um, it's easier to recruit when you've had some success. It's easier to recruit when the, the kids can now see the national exposure you can get by playing at a team in the kind of New York metropolitan area. It's kind of like nothing I've seen. Uh, before when we took um, UMass to the NCAA tournament a few years back, um, you know people were obviously excited and everything was uh, was was great. But the amount of exposure uh, being in this area is just something different than really I've ever been uh, associated with. Now, coach, last time we talked, you was kind of getting your getting your roster together here. So talk to us, some coach, about some guys who play key roles for this year on the court. You mentioned one of them in the previous question there. Uh, but some other guys who reached out to the for you this year uh, played well in this tournament run here all year long to kind of give, give you guys this foundation and structure to do what you've done so far in this year and who they should watch for when he's in the brackets come, comes out on Sunday here. Yeah, well, Joel Hernandez, like I mentioned, he was the MVP of the tournament. He had 32, um, had 19 in the first half for us, and he's kind of been that 50-year mature leader for us who can, um, you know, at times put our team on his back. Uh, first team also, all, all NEC selection has had a, a remarkable uh, season for me. And um, Raekwon Clark is kind of our other bookend four. They're, they're kind of interchangeable at that 4-3 spot. And Raekwon was a, a third-team uh, all-conference guy, um, you know, averaging 18 points, eight rebounds a game, really playing well. Um, my point guard, Jay Sean Augusto, um, is a fast, quick uh, point guard who's really stepped up his defense. And, you know, I explained to him uh, about halfway through the year that all the accolades that these guys are getting and the success we're having, it all comes down to point guard play. And, and he's really stepped up his game and, and given us some stability at that spot. And the other starters, Julian Batts, a uh, kind of combo guard who uh, averaging double digits for us. And then after that, we have a lot of guys that have, have chipped in, whether it's Zach Coleman or Julius Van Sowers, Raul Frias, uh, Jamal Robinson, um, E.L. Penn, and, and then a couple other guys who come in and, uh, on occasion to help us. But it's a pretty well-balanced attack with the uh, four guys I mentioned at the forefront really kind of spearheading our offense and the other guys uh, you know, chipping in. But also uh, I think everybody's just as important as the, uh, the first guy and the last guy are just about the same as far as importance to our program. Yes, indeed. Now, Coach, as you, as you kind of mentioned a little bit now, a lot of my listeners always ask me, so when I watch these teams, well, oh, 
what, what, what should I look for? So when, when you know, my listeners watch your team play next week sometime, what do you want them to take away from watching you guys play about in your coaching style and your players? Well, you know, the greatest compliment I think a coach can get is that your guys play really hard and unselfish. And uh, we've we've kind of uh, established that culture, especially over the last month or two. Um, it looks like the guys really care and want to win and have a passion and enthusiasm. And, um, you know, I think if you talk to any uh, player on my team, they'll talk about my energy and kind of bringing it every day. And that's what I want people to see in my team. I want that to be a reflection of, you know, how I do things and how, um, you know, we bring it every day to practice and, and to shoot around into film sessions. Um, I want people to watch our team and say that team plays an unbelievable energy and passion and, and really gets after it. And uh, I think you can see that from the emotion of, of watching our team throughout the year, but most importantly, um, watching the emotion kind of in our tournament run and even uh, some of the big plays, diving for loose balls, extra possession, rebounds. So that's what I, I, I would love for people to watch our team and say that guy looks like he's got a team that really loves playing with each other. Up there, right, coach. I said, I was watching on my phone. You know, I'm, I'm on the road with the Hawks, so I'm kind of like keeping an eye on things on my phone because any guy I have on the show, I like to make sure, see what you guys are doing so I can keep up with you. So I'm like, okay. I see, I see coach <laughs> doing his thing. I see, I like, we're in one again. Oh, okay. I see, though, know, I'm getting started for you, man. I'm on the road, like, man, he's, he's, I see him working over there, over there in Brooklyn. Now. I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> oh, no, it's, um, you know, I appreciate that because I think the more people, and fans you have, and, and the more people that bring positive energy, uh, whether it's from down in Atlanta or over to Memphis where we got uh, some players coming in from and all the way up to the West Coast where we got some guys from, I think as many people that are rooting for you and give you positive energy, somehow it uh, it seems to give you a boost when you need it at different junctures during your career or during games. You know what's crazy, Coach, is I do a lot of high school speaking to kids around in the city here, and they always ask me about the coaches that I have on the show. I'm like, hey, if you play well enough, these guys will come find you. You know, if you if you sh- show up, you go come go to class, you have good film out there, you have good a good report your coaches, they can reach out to them. Because I, I was like, man, these coaches you talk to, like, uh, I mean, can I play for these guys? I'm like, yeah, if you put in the work, you can. So, Coach, I'm saying, a lot of my high school listeners, a lot of guys I go talk to at these different schools, they love talking, hearing about your coaches, man, because – I feel like the show helps you guys. These guys know who you are. Then I like some, some foreign person. Who is this guy? And they never heard your name because of this show. So, so that's one video to show that these high school kids listen to the show and hear you guys talk about your programs. They want to get more, get more information about it. Like I would just talk to school this morning. They was asking me about you. I'm like, well, he's Coach Coach K. Oh, he's a UMass. I mean, this guy can, give, can do some things here. So it's funny, Coach, how the kids are already into the pay attention to what the shows and what you coaches talk about when you come on the show with me. Well, I appreciate that. I think, um, like you said, like you mentioned, it's uh, it's a good opportunity for you know kids and their families to kind of get a feel for a coach and and his program because, um, you know, you give us a, a forum to kind of speak about our beliefs and kind of where we see our programs headed. And honestly, we've uh, we've become a national recruiting program. We've signed three guys for next year, um, with one sitting out. Um, one's from Memphis. One's from. Uh, over you know overseas, and then we have one from Detroit. So uh, you know we're kind of going nationwide and just getting kids that I think will fit how we do things and, and how we want to play. Exactly, I feel like at the mid-major level, coach, you have to recruit on a national basis. You can't get just stuck into a region. You kind of have to become a national brand to get because everybody's like a go high major. There's some diamonds in the rough that's maybe like passed over, but can come down to your level in, in the mid-major level and be world beaters and just play like crazy and still get play professionally, play overseas, whatever they want to do. But I come into it and get a good education as well because hey, this the school is good, the conference is good, and you can get exposure from playing so well this time of year. 
No, you're exactly correct. And the one thing that we have that, honestly, no other school in the country can boast is we are actually right in downtown Brooklyn. Uh, they call it Brooklyn Center. We're four blocks from the Barclays Center. The area is one of the fastest, I would say, in my opinion, growing as far as, like, how it's, um, you know, there's probably been four or five high-rises put up right around the campus in the last three years, 70, you know, 50, 60, 70 stories, all with high-end condos with restaurants in them. And, um, and actually, the area is probably as close to Wall Street because of the train system as if, if you actually live in Manhattan. So you have a lot of professionals now living in this area, and it's, uh, it's really a cool area with, uh, you know, a lot of different types of people that are moving around. And uh, it's really a special spot that, like I mentioned, I don't know where you can get that anywhere else in the country. Hey, I, I'm with you, Coach. I've been to, to the campus before, and it's real nice. So, I, I'm Coach. I, Coach is telling true people. He's telling true. That place is amazing. Where he's at in Brooklyn, there. Now, Coach, let me ask you this, man. Uh, you, you don't play again next week. So, how do you balance rest versus staying sharp and not overworking the guys? So, you know, they want to be gassed out when you got to play Monday, Tuesday, <laughs> Thursday, or Friday. So, well, you know, I told him. I told him. You know, with the, this amount of time, yesterday we get, I gave him a day off. Today was a, uh, like, just let's get a sweat. Nothing crazy. Let's get a lot of shots up, free throws, get a sweat. Um, talked about game planning, no matter who we play, just a couple of things that I think you have to do if you're fortunate enough to, um, you know, play one of those big high major teams where you, you probably have to do some trapping and some different stuff. And um, I let him know tomorrow's probably one more loose light day, and Saturday, Sunday, Monday, we're going like, we're, I'm, I'm anticipating we're playing Tuesday in the playing game, so. We're going to start going live and uh, really get after it so that these guys have laser focus to try to get a W on uh, that first-round game. Now, Coach Kellogg, this summer's brought to my attention by one of our guests, which is Mike Jones of Radford. He told me, and I didn't realize this until he told me this, but watch this, Coach. Coach Otzelberger, yourself, Casey Alexander, Mike himself as well, uh, Coach Nagy, Coach McMahon, all you guys have been, Coach Grant, all been on the show this year. So it's like everybody got to be <laughs> helping the shows in the tournament right now. So I like, like that. I like that. You know what? So, we got to keep that going then. <laughs> that show calm. I'm like, I said, Coach Jones, like, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll come on your show to get into the tournament, right? I said, I didn't realize it until you told me, Coach. <laughs> I mean, nah, that's awesome. That is great. So it's like, I guess we have some good show karma going this year, Coach. But if you come on the Boss Man show, you're going to do well one way or another this year, I guess. <laughs> hey, karma's a, uh, karma's a great thing. And, uh, you know, luckily for me, we've had some good karma. And, hey, if I can equate it to being on the show, I'll, I'll roll with it. Hey, Coach, I'll tell you what. Next time we're down trying to find some guys down in Atlanta, man, Coach, come by, come in the studio with us, please. We'd love to have your studio. Turn on our live stream here so people can see you in, in the flesh. Have some kids come out. You can maybe talk to some of the kids out here, man, because I feel like seeing a successful coach like yourself, seeing you guys come to town, makes these kids so happy, man. So hopefully you can get when you next time you have a recruit, we can have you in the studio, and we can have a gym with you, man. Perfect. I appreciate everything. Coach Clark, you have a good one. Hey, man, good luck in the tournament. Hope, hope you come to Nashville, man. I hope you get, get right, If we do, I'll be seeing you. <laughs> I'll be on site there, man. All right, hopefully. I appreciate everything. Thank you. Right. Thank you, Coach. Have a good day, man. All right, boss. All right, you too. Fantasy football season is fast approaching, and if you're looking for an edge this season, you need to contact the guys at Draft Day Consultants. The concept is a simple one. 
Drafting Consultants takes your requests and connects you with one of their trusted analysts, who then guide you through your draft, whether you just need a sounding board on decisions or if you need them to conduct your entire draft. Draft Day Consultants has you covered. Every one of their consultants has a proven track record of success and have conducted hundreds, even thousands of mock drafts. Thanks to this year-round research and analysis, the guys at DDC have an unmatched understanding of player values. So gain an edge on your league mates this season by hitting up DraftDayConsultants.com. That's www.DraftDayConsultants.com. Now get after it, fantasy footballers. A gorgeous tan from Suntan City gives you an inner glow that relights the fire when you run into your first crush. Vicky, who is that? An old boyfriend. Lucky you just tanned at Suntan City. Lucky he's single. We're doing lunch tomorrow. Won't be single for long then. During Tour of the City, try all five tans, including spray tan for just $4.99. Restrictions may apply. Click to buy now. Yeah, yeah, it's your man, JC, the host with the most, baby. And it goes down each and every Saturday night right here in the city of Memphis. That's right, y'all. It goes down at Clicks Sports Bar Memphis, baby. 3705 Malco Way, Memphis, Tennessee, 38125. Come out and join us, the Three Kings, each and every Saturday night for the liveest karaoke in the city. Everybody gets in free till 10 p.m., only $5 after. Great food. We got drink specials. We got all kind of games, man. We got the pool tables popping. Whatever you want, we got you, man. Come on out. Have a good time with us each and every Saturday night. That's Clicks Sports Bar, Memphis. All right, folks. We're back here on the JR The Boss Man Show, and we're Joined by the college of Charleston's head coach, uh, Earl Grant. It was a great guest last time on the show, and I told him they won a tournament. I had him back on the show, and they won a tournament. So he's back on the show. So, Coach Grant, man, how's life after winning the NCAA tournament, man? Well, I mean, you know, um, obviously we had a, a special night on Tuesday night. We won a championship, you know, conference tournament championship. And we already won a regular season championship, and we're playing against a very good team. Uh, that we were trying to beat for the third time. So it was hard, you know, and I just was really happy for the players that we were able to find a way to pull it out in front of a great crowd uh, for that championship game here in North Charleston. And, uh, Coach, I know you had a tough game in the game before you played Northeastern where you guys were down at halftime. Um, you weren't playing that well yet. You know, four turnovers, three and had me assist. So what happened at halftime? I can remember Coach to – trigger the guys to come on back and then get you a championship game there? Well, I mean, obviously, we, we had a game plan going into it. We knew what we wanted to do. Uh, I don't know if we had nerves, what was going on, but we, we were a little bit out of character. You know, and I thought we would be more poised and have more composure because playing the championship game last year, we wanted to get back to that moment. In the first half, I thought we had some breakdowns on defense. You know, we were very stagnant offensively. Uh, you know, I know the guys really wanted to win, but I felt like, you know, we were trying to take take over the certain guys were trying to take over the game and do it on their own. And once we settled down and started to share the responsibility and have more player and ball movement and, and and be more concerned about focusing on defense and getting stops and, and sticking to our assignments, uh, that was just the only difference. You know, being more solid at what we were trying to do. And we got down seventeen early in the second half. 
you know, we started having little mini wars. We said, hey, look, we've got to win the next two minutes. We've got to really get multiple stops, consecutive stops. And then let's try to uh, chip into the league and get it from 17 to 12. Once we got it to 12, we tried to get it to 8. So it was it was a good uh, second-half performance from our guys. And they just found a way to get it done. <laughs> yes, indeed. Now, Coach, uh, it's the first time Carter Charles has been back to the tournament since 1999. Man, I was 12 years old then, man. That's, that's, that's a long time. <laughs> I was 12 then. So uh, what does it mean to you, lead this program to this point again? How's the community been? And does, what's, what's, what's been the vibe since you guys got back down there? Well, you know, uh, number one, the, the tournament was um, 15 minutes away from our campus. You know, we got a three-year bid. Uh, used to be in Baltimore, the CAA tournament. And we got a three-year bid uh, to get it in Charleston. So we had the second year of a three-year bid. So the tournament was in North Charleston, 20 minutes away from our campus, five minutes away from my home my where I grew up. And so, uh, very special situation, very special crowd, uh, over 8,000 fans. You know, it was like a home game. You know, we had great energy in there. And, you know, uh, the city is on fire. You know, obviously this program is built to win. Uh, It ain't but a handful of programs in the country, I think, that has the potential to do what we're capable of doing here at the College of Charleston. And I think it can be like Wichita. You know, I think it can be like, you know, uh, Wichita State and Gonzaga, based on my experience of working at Wichita, and and so I'm just excited. I think the city is on fire. Uh, you know, we wanted to get back to the dance. It's been 19 years, but I'm hoping, man, that this is just a start of what we can, you know, do at the program. This should be our starting point. And now we got to find a way to get to the next phase. What's next? Can we win games in the tournament? Can we, you know, bust the bracket? You know, break up somebody's bracket and and be that Cinderella team, and then you can you can extend the success. So, you know, this is a big jump for us, good progress, but we want to continue to keep it going. And speaking of the progress, Coach, oh, excuse, me, excuse me, Coach, back-to-back years of at least 25 wins, Coach, first, how does that make you feel as the head coach of the program? And secondly, speak to the, the support staff around the program that's helped you and your team be successful because without all your success, it's the people behind the scenes that really helps you guys out a lot to get you to this point as well. So what does this mean back-to-back at least 25 win seasons? Yeah, you know, I really hadn't thought about it yet. You know, uh, obviously this season's still going on, so hopefully we can win, you know, several more games. Um, so I hadn't really thought about it. Uh, you know, maybe I'll think about that in April when I'm at the Final Four Coaches Convention or something. Um, but, you know, I, I think the in order to have a good program at, at this level, it takes a village. Uh, you know, you got to have good alignment from your president, your athletic director, uh, as well as your donors and boosters, people pushing the program, allowing you to take private planes to, to, to games and, you know, making sure that we can stay in a nice hotels and have training table, uh, you know, travel the way we need to travel, take foreign tours, you know, get the type of gear we need, you know. And so uh, equipment, video equipment, you know, there's so much to go into it, nutrition. Uh, we hired a nutritionist, you know. And so it's like there's so much to go into it, but we got great support, great alignment from the president and AD and, and all the supporters. Uh, that really make this thing work. And, and I, like I said, I think it's a special situation. And I'm hoping this, this is just the start of what we can become uh, over the next few years. 
Yes, indeed. You're at Carlos Charleston Cougars head coach Earl Grant with me on the Boss Man Show. Now, Coach Grant, for those who may have missed last time you joined the show a few a few weeks ago, and for the new listeners who just joined the show as well, we had new affiliates this week. Add to our trial list here. Could you share with the listeners who may have missed it and who are new, who are the key guys in the, on your roster who helped you throughout the season, and with those who played big in the tournament for you, those three games there, and got you to the big dance once more and get you all on that on that path you all want to be on. Yeah, so many guys, man. You know, obviously Joe Chile, our starting point guard, he's an older guy. He had 32 points in the championship game, and, and he's got a professional uh, future ahead of him, I believe. Uh, you know, certainly a really, really talented guard that do great things with the ball, great leader. You know, he does so much. And then Grant Riller, his backcourt running mate, um, you know, 6'3 guard, was the most outstanding player of the tournament. He's a sophomore. You know, I think he averaged over 20, maybe 23 points for the tournament. 6'3 guard, um, very talented, can really score the ball. Um, he's got a future ahead of him as well. And then Sherelle Brantley starting power forward. You know, just a double-double. Uh, you know, big-time energy guy, offensive rebounding, can shoot threes, shooting 40% from threes, really hard to guard around the basket. Uh, he's a solid, He's a junior, and um and then, you know, Marquis Pointer, you know, really showed up in the in the tournament, um, the championship game, making two big threes in overtime, doing a great job of, of cutting off the head of the snake. He had a big-time guard for Northeastern. He cut the head off of the snake by denying him the ball and not letting him get in a rhythm and really being a tough, tenacious defender. Cameron Johnson's from Athens, Georgia, 6'4", 205. He's a heart and soul of our team, all-defensive team guy, big-time, big-time toughness guy. And, you know, always shows up for us. And, you know, Nick Harris, you know, from Atlanta, you know. And, I mean, I can go on and on, man. There's so many guys. But uh, it's a group effort. Um, guys just really showed up and, and brought their tenacity and energy. And, and we were able to find a way to get the thing done. You know, it hadn't happened in 20 years. And, and again, we're just happy we were able to, you know, get us over that hump. And Coach Grant, that's why a lot of my listeners love, love your team because there's some Georgia flavor here, you know, on, on, on your roster, which is a great thing because a lot of my listeners in the Atlanta area love the fact that you have an Atlanta kid on your roster. Athens right off the road from us. So that has got my listeners tuned into your team already, that, 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 that Georgia factor already about you guys. Yeah, you know, Georgia's a special uh, place for us to recruit. We had a kid, Andrew Gulak, who's the all-time leading scorer. Uh, you know, in college Charleston history that played here and having a great professional career, played at Stone Mountain. And I actually looked at Andrew. I was leaving Winthrop, and we uh, Greg Marshall actually took the College of Charleston job for a day and ended up taking the Wichita State job instead. And so, uh, you know, Gulak was somebody that was on my radar. I think Eugene Brown was coaching him over there at Stone Mountain. And, you know, he was an under-recruited recruit. Uh, under-recruited player, undervalued, and ended up being the all-time leading scorer in school history here. Um, you know, I play, I grew up in, in Charleston, South Carolina, but I played college ball in Millersville, Georgia. So, you know, the backwoods, the Sparta, you know, Effingham County and all them areas, Tifton, you know, as players. And so we always try to stay in Georgia and do a good job of recruiting that area. And we're really trying to do a great job in 2019 uh, with some of the talent that they have there. And, Coach, speaking of recruiting and exposure, Coach, I feel like being on this national stage, 
uh, the College of Charleston being the tournament. Guys talking about you on national level again, and people will see that name. Like that's how I lose them about Gonzaga, Wichita State's, and those St. Mary's of the world because they make the tournament. They make the tournament, and then that name brand becomes ingrained in your head. So this is the first step for you guys back on that stage. Guys talking about you. You keep building that foundation, then. You become an astro brand once more, like a Gonzaga, Wichita State, or St. Mary's, where mid-majors are known by everybody across the world. I just, this time, you're all about a certain region. Yeah, you know, you got to start somewhere. You know, yeah, you got to start right. somewhere. And, we, and, we, and we've been climbing that mountain uh, over the last four years since I've been here. You know, we won nine games in year one, won 17 in year two. Had a highlight win at home against LSU uh, with Ben Simmons and beat them, you know, really, really convincingly. That was a breakout, uh, a win for our program a couple of years back. And then in the last year, 25 and 10, lost in the championship game. And so I'm just happy this year we were able to take that next step, which make the NCAA tournament. And now, again, hopefully we get the right seed and the stars and the moon are aligned the right way and then we can be a Cinderella story. You know, uh, I, I want my guys to really take advantage of this opportunity because I think this team has a run in it. And I think this team got some destiny to it, so we got to take advantage of this opportunity. Exactly. And then, Coach, for the people who watch your team for the first time uh, coming up next week, uh, what do you want them to take, take away from uh, seeing you guys play for the first time? Well, I mean, you know, unselfish team, uh, team that, uh, you know, that really look like they're playing for the name on the front of their jersey and not on the back, you know, being a true team. Uh, but then the biggest thing, to be honest with you, is just that grit and that uh, determined spirit and a toughness level. Uh, that's what we try to be day in and day out. Uh, that's how I've been raised in coaching, that you you know, you, you have some toughness, you have some grit. You know, you get after people, uh, you make it hard, you pick them up full court, and you just you, you let your defense be your best offense. And then, but, off, but like I said, offensively, share the ball uh, and really be an unselfish group and it look like a team that, Care more by the name on the front instead of the name on the back. And uh, coach, with a few a few days off here before you play again this week, uh, how do you balance the rest versus staying sharp with your guys before you play again and not wearing them out too much or keeping them fresh mentally so they can be ready for whoever you play when you find out find out here on Sunday? Yeah, it's hard to know. I mean, we got a long layoff. Uh, kind of, really, ideally, you you wish you, your tournament was next weekend. Uh, maybe you finish on Saturday. And that way you take Sunday off, do the selection show, and then you got Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and play Thursday. But for us, we're done. I mean, so we had this, the rest of this week off. We got all next week off. And so I don't have that secret formula. You know, I don't know exactly always if you're doing the right thing. So I call Greg Marshall. I call my mentor and just ask him, hey, look, you, you had the tournament every year. You know, how do you manage it? How do you deal with it? And try to take his advice. So, you know, uh, it's going to be a balance of, of, of some days off, uh, some some skill development days, conditioning, and then you know get into some contact, you know maybe early next week. So we took off Wednesday and we took off today. We'll get back in Friday and Saturday. We got a big selection party on Sunday, and then uh, Monday, Tuesday we'll really get after it because we're going to play Thursday or Friday. <laughs> Now, Coach, this is something that I just realized uh, from my researcher here, Coach, that just told me this. I'm going to share it with you. That I've had on the show this 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 year, 
Mike Jones, Casey Alexander, Wes Miller, Matt McMahon, Derek Kellogg, TJ Altsberger, and yourself, and you are, and you all, and Scott Nagy, you're all in the tournament. So something tells me some good karma going here on the Boss Man Show because all you guys who've been on the show this year are in the big dance already. Something's going on here, Coach. It's some good, something's going on with this, on this radio program right now, Coach. Well, I mean, you know, I just thank God that you had me on a couple of weeks ago, if that's the case, because, I mean, uh, we punched our ticket. So if if, if, the, if the Boss Man Show is helping, we need all the help we can get. <laughs> yes, indeed. Coach, I'll tell you, when she brought that to me and told me, that like, you know, it's all these coaches that you've had on the show in the tournament, I'm like, well, well you're right. I, I mean, I didn't think about it until you brought it to my attention, but something must be happening. Good Cromwell, obviously. Well, I'll take it. Like I said, we need all the help we can get, and uh, we're happy we punched our ticket, man. And hopefully we can keep this thing going for a couple of weeks in the NCAA tournament. Now, Coach, I know it's a site closer to you, but I hope you all go to Nashville because I'll be on site there with your man D Ford. So hopefully you know that you all come to that site, hopefully. Well, you know, uh, I told somebody the other day, you know, it'd be nice to go to Nashville or Charlotte, but I'm just so excited about being in the number. That if they want to send us to Sioux Falls, I'll take that too. Well, I got you. As long as you want them 68, it's all good. That's all that matters. One M68, it's all good. Absolutely. Well, Coach Grant, as always, good to have you on the show again and talk to you once more about your program. I'm definitely be cheering for you. I'm definitely going to put you in my bracket as a bracket buster because I believe in your team, what you got going on down there in Charleston. So I wish you all luck in the world, Coach. We'll be praying for you and your, you and your guys and hopefully singing Nashville. But if not, we'll still cheer for you no matter, no matter what, man. Well, I thank you so very much, man. And if any time you need me, just reach out to me. All right, folks. It's Earl Grant here on the Boston Show, people. All right, folks, we're back here on the JR the Boss Man Show. We're going to be joined by the White State Raiders head coach, Scott Nagy, with me on the Boss Man Show. Coach Nagy, how are things up there in Dayton, man? It's going good right now. We're just trying to get our guys back down to earth and practice and get ready for a really good basketball game we'll face. Yes, indeed. Now, Coach, uh, this is the first time our state's been, been, been in tournament since 2007. I mean, that's 11 years, 11 years ago. So what does this mean to, to, for you to lead this program to this, to this point for you personally? What does it mean for you, for your players, the city, and the university to be back, be back in the big dance one more time? Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's hard to measure. I think that, you know, certainly for Wright State, it's it's a great thing. Uh, you know, it, it just gets kind of, publicity and exposure that that really nothing else can replace other than the NCAA men's basketball tournament, you know, for our logo and, and uh, you know, for our team to be out there, it's, it's just as good for the university. And so I know that they're happy. And, and uh, you know, I think for me, only being our second year here, we, you know, we knew, we knew we could have a pretty good team. I guess, you know, if you told me we'd have won 25 games, I'd have had a hard time believing that. Uh, but our our kids have been unbelievable this year. It's been, in terms of all the teams that I've coached, one of, one of the best group of kids. Uh, just a, just a, a true definition of a team. We don't really have a superstar. We have uh, we play seven guys primarily, and all those guys are good players for us. And and uh, it's just been a very balanced team and a, a team that's been a joy to coach. 
And yeah, Coach, like you, like you talked about last time on the show, you playing seven guys, and you have to kind of man, man, man those guys the right way so they don't get burnt out. You know, playing that entertainment setting, those games back to back to back. So I pretty much, so I asked you, Coach, how did you guys do, do that? Knowing you only playing seven guys and manage that for them, so they'll be ready to go for you each night there. Well, we were fortunate. You know, we were in a two season tournament, so we got to play. We the team that we played on Saturday had to play Friday. And we had a bye, so then we we played them Saturday, and won, and then we got Sunday off, and and so the one and two seats, if you win, you, you get the Sunday off, and then you play back to back on Monday, Tuesday, and so I think that that helped a little bit. Cleveland State had to play four games in five days, where we had to play three games in four days, and so you know we were, I, I think both teams were tired, uh, but they, they were probably a little more tired. Yeah, yes, indeed. You know, and I saw them making make that run. I was like, whoa, wow. Because I, I, I was like, wow, Cleveland State's made it. I know that I said, well, that should help out Wright State because they had to be gassed. And I know you guys were probably tired too, but I think that that, 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 that draw helps you as well. And just the fact that your guys were determined. I, I just saw from what you guys, how you were playing, how they was locked in and focused. And it was just like, hey, we, we, we want this. And just, I feel like your guys are going to win no matter what, man. Well, I, I tell you, all three games we were great defensively. I mean, that's and that's kind of been our calling card anyway. We've we've been a pretty average offensive team all year. We've had some games where we were excellent, and then we have games where we absolutely can't score. Uh, and so it's been a struggle for us offensively, but defensively we've been great. We were great at the tournament. We were up and down uh, offensively. You know, in, the, in the, the semifinal game we only scored in the 50s. You know, it was a rock fight with Milwaukee. Both teams were really good defensively. Uh, we're fortunate enough to put. Uh, 74 up on the board the final game but but the defense is what won it for us you gotta believe that and coach that's something that you can never replace this time of year is, is defense you know when your shots not follow them if you defend like crazy you know you can always have a chance to win win a game and frustrate and fluster them and create easy deflection easy turnovers easy baskets off of your defense always and score that way yeah and the, the thing about it is now going into the tournament we're obviously gonna, we're gonna face one of the top 8 to 12 teams in the country and uh, we're going to have to be great defensive. We're going to have to rebound. We're going to have to take care of the ball. But we, we're going to have to score. Uh, and so that's going to be the challenge for us to, to put more points on the board and still keep our defense where it belongs. And, Coach, you kind of mentioned it a little earlier in your first response is about you know, been in year two. And in year two, Coach, you've had at least 20 wins in year two, you know, both of years here, and that's make make you feel good as as the head man in this program. But also, it speaks to the support staff because you need a village around a mid major program for it to succeed. So, talk speak a little bit about how the support system around the program and, and how it feels for you in year two, back back to back years of at least twenty win seasons in your first two years at Wright State. Well, I uh, number one, I do have a great staff. Uh, I, you know, I think I mean we enjoy each other uh, and and we spend a lot of time together. So I think that's pretty important. Uh, but Brian Cooley's my associate head coach. He does an unbelievable job, uh, you know, and he really does the majority of the work, uh, you know. And I, I deal probably more with the outside stuff, and he deals more with the inside stuff. Uh, but it's been, you know, I, I, it's not easy to win 20 games, and, and we did it last year. We won 25 this year, uh, and so we've just been so pleased with how the players have responded to the new coaching staff. 
And now, Coach, I know that was only a few weeks ago, and we have new little listenerships now. We got some more affiliates down the line here and some people who may have missed last interview. So if you could, Coach, speak to one more time for our new listeners, the ones who missed the interview last time about the guys who played a key role for you out of your seven to really get you to this point throughout the year and through the tournament we had just won here, the Horizon League tournament you just won here. Well, the guy that was first team all league for us, who's a senior, is Grant Benzinger. He's from Cincinnati, and probably uh, he's probably the toughest kid I've ever coached. I've coached a lot of kids, uh, but but he's the one guy I've had to ask to stop diving on the floor in practice, and uh, he just does whatever he needs to do. He, he elevates our practices. He makes sure that everybody else goes hard, puts a lot of pressure on people, and he's our leading scorer at about at about fifteen points a game. And then we had a freshman. Uh, who was second team all league named Loudon Love and Loudon six nine two seventy five and uh, had a great year. He, he broke the, the single season rebound record at Wright State this year. He averaged fourteen points a game. Uh, just uh, I, 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 he led the league in rebounding and averaged nearly a double double. I think he was just under ten rebounds a game. And so he had a great year. And and both of those guys were on the uh, all tournament team as well as Grant was was the MVP. And then. We, we After that, we just have a lot of guys that are averaging between 9 and 10 points, like four or five other guys, and that's just kind of the way that our team operates. And, Coach, you just kind of mentioned a little bit earlier, too, about the exposure you're going to get because being on this national stage, again, is going to help you in recruiting so much, help people know about your university, about what's going on at Wright State, because I, I feel like making the, making the tournament is the best recruiting tool you can have to sell to a guy, hey, if you come here, you know, you, we have a chance to compete for a tournament every year and get there, and you can get on the national stage as well. So, Coach, you got to love it for you and your staff for recruiting-wise, talking to guys now, knowing that you can say, hey, look, look we made a tournament this year. You can, you can do it, too, if you come and join us. It definitely helps. It's it's good for the university, uh, and a lot of times, you know, I mean, it can even help the, the the overall population of the university. Just just the exposure that it gets. Uh, but it was definitely good for us in recruiting, you know, to be able to prove that that we can get to the NCAA tournament, uh, you know. And then the key is is to consistently get there, and that's not an easy thing to do in a mid major program in a league. Quite frankly, it just gets is going to get one team in right now and and so it means you have to win the tournament doesn't matter what you do during the year you've got to win those three or four games in the tournament and the the thing that we want to be able to do at right state is is figure out a way that that we could even be an at-large team and so uh, you know we have to get better in order to do that uh you know at our level you've got to be a great great mid-major school to get an at-large bid yes indeed now now coach you guys have a good little layoff here so uh, how do you balance the rest versus staying sharp and, you know, going live here here and there, doing some shooting drills to kind of keep them in, in, in a good little flow here? So how are you going to manage these next few days knowing, not knowing who you're going to play until next week? Yeah, it's not easy when you don't know who you're playing next to practice. It's hard to keep the kids focused. But it does give you some time just to work on what you do, both on the defensive end and the offensive end. So Because we spend so much of the year once the season starts focusing on other teams and what they do and how we can beat those uh, strategies that it doesn't give you a lot of time to just work on what you do. And so we have a few days here just to spend some time uh, cleaning some things up defensively and getting better offensively. And then, and then once we know Sunday night who we play, we'll start to focus on them. Well, well, Coach Nagy, I'm going to tell you, my researchers just gave me a piece, a piece of paper. I'm going to read this off to you. It's something that I want you to share with you. It's like she she showed me every coach I had on the show is in the tournament so far. 
Coach Alterberger, yourself, Derek Kellogg, Earl Grant, Matt McMahon, Wes Miller, Casey Alexander, and Mike Jones, and Radford. All you guys have been guests on the show now in the tournament. So I feel like something's good going on here where you can come on the show with some good karma for you guys, man. Because she has sent me his paper. All our guests have been in the tournament right now. Yeah, well, you know, if that's the case, then please keep having me back on. Coach, I sure will. You're a, you're a great guest. Y'all's great with your ties. So coach, I just want to share that with you because Sarah brought this to me. I'm like, wow, well, when she showed me that, Coach, I was shocked. Okay? Yeah. I didn't realize it until she showed it to me. It was yeah. crazy. But, Coach, yeah. I'm hoping they send you in Nashville because I'll be in Nashville at, at that site. Hopefully they send you I can, I can get to meet you. I can see your team play live, live, and then hopefully they send you down that way where I'll be at. But anywhere you go, Coach, we'll be cheering for you, no doubt, because you've been good to the show. You're always a good guest, always good with your time, and I love you what you're doing with your program, Coach. Okay, well, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. 